And I hope they like a pimp named Slickback. And today, man, I got the homie, uh, the long friend, uh, Garrett Casino. Hi. Well, How you been, dude? I've been good. Uh, oh, good. Running, uh, keeping, keeping a running theme of uh, people mispronouncing my last name. Uh, pronounce your last name. Cousineau. Cousineau. It's French. I'm not, always, not Italian. Everybody I'm thinks it's Italian. Said, I've always said Casino. Everybody else does, too. I just stopped caring. <laughs> You get the lucky one. You got Smith. Like. Yeah, very simple. Very simple. I've always yeah. thought about it. I'm like, I'm going to say that name wrong. And I, and, and never, I never think to correct it. Who's it Yeah. Yeah, nobody corrected themselves. I, yeah, I just got tired of it. There, there was one funny point, though, that everybody mispronounces my name. And uh, the first time I ever met Keshi Chibwezi. Ah, that's that's a hell of a name yeah. to just look at Especially and try to pronounce. Just look at it. Yeah, to yeah. just like and then pronounce. We're doing a lineup in front of a, a Buddha belly, and uh, I'm like, and after so and so is going to be um, Niket. Yeah, Niketch. Uh, yeah, there's an and in front. Everybody just starts laughing their ass off. Mike Hall was like. Dude, you sound like a white person trying to pronounce an African name. Like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening right yeah. now. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to get this name. This, this, this side of N. I'm just going yeah. to recognize but not mention. Yeah. yeah. She's been, she was very sweet about it. And, like, I have not fucked up her name since. So I won't yeah. I won't fuck up Kuzino now that I know it. Now that people, other people should know. Kuzino. Yeah. Kuzino. I've even written it phonetically Kuzino. and people will fit, fuck it up. Like... <laughs> That's oh, can funny. I swear on the podcast? What? Yeah, <laughs> swear away. It is vulgar. Yeah, this is impossible. This is an NPR. No, not at all. <laughs> if it was, we'd be talking more like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. It's it's a it's a nice uh it's a nice chilly Friday. Mm. Uh, it's not well, not too chilly, but like it, it's a good it's a good temperature outside. Yeah, it's crisp. Yeah, we get to we get to, we get to actually be outside and enjoy you all without being all cruddy and grimy. Yeah, this is swimming good. around in your own soup, having a beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, how long have you? How long have you been doing comedy for? Almost seven years now. I think it'll be seven oh. years in the spring. Um, yeah. Okay. At least that's what Facebook tells me. Seven years. I guess. Yeah. I remember uh, starting out a long time ago, and you you were always around. You were always doing the thing. It was always crazy because you would always have the bars where it's like you would think that the night would be over, and you'd be like, "No, no, there's still there's still Garrett's place. <laughs> we can still we can still go where his open mic is going." And yeah. You've always had some 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 bars that that were. Quite well on the food. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you guys, you and Young Funny made Black Label what it became. Like, Oh, it was such a good time. Yeah. Right? It was like, It was so much fun. That was like one of our staples of the week. We get to go to certain shows that you know is going to be good. And also, you was like, I can't wait to try these ribs. <laughs> I know these ribs. These $2 ribs, $2 a rib. What? Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. Oh, man. I should have called the show Riffs and Ribs. Riffs and Ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight. 
that'd have been a good time. Then after that, you you moved to uh, Buda Bell. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that was crazy because it was just the the bar restaurant I was at originally Black Label. It just didn't work out. Like the business didn't. They were they yeah. just weren't making enough money. Sundays were their best night of the week, and that was when my show was. Uh, and the other nights of the week, they just couldn't get anything going. So oh, they ended up man. closing down and then just didn't have a show for a little while. And then the manager of Buddha Valley approached me. She's like, hey, I hear you're looking for a new spot for your show. I'm like, well, I wasn't actually looking. Yeah. I was kind of lucky to get the chance I did. It wasn't, right. I, I didn't set out to be a comedy host. I was just right. oh, yeah. my it, friend. It, my friends owned the place, and they asked me to do a thing. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll try it, and it, it worked. People so. never assumed you to be the one to be the comedy host. It's like, oh, Darren's got fucking Garrett's got a show. It's like, what? Garrett's got a show. All right, Garrett's got a show. Let's let's hit it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was six months into doing comedy when they handed me that show. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. why everybody was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. He's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's awesome, though. That's yeah. awesome. That, yeah, that kept things alive back then. Yeah, I miss uh, it. Like, I miss hosting. It's a different set of skills. You know that. Like, yeah. Crowd control, just keeping things flowing. Like, right. You know, it's a little bit more of the improv side because you kind of like got to riff, yeah, keep things moving. Especially if somebody them. bombs and you got to get the energy what? back Pick it, up. Picking it back up. Yeah, it's, it's always different. The, 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 the host game is definitely different compared to fucking just going up and doing your comedy doing your set like, yeah. it's always something to mention and like you, you've held that spot down for the longest like that was always a place where you'd be like oh I know there's always something extra to do within the night mm-hmm. you know I'm man seven years dude seven years yeah fucking that's, that's really sticking to the commitment after that yeah but just being six months in when you first started there. Yeah, it's it's weird to think about too. Just the amount like I've grown and the more people I've met and then just looking back at my old stuff that I thought was awesome, like, oh man, this was dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going through my old notebooks and shit, I'm like, oh man, why did I think that was funny? Like that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. It has gotten to that point. Did you always did you always think you'd be where you're at? Was, was this the person you thought you'd be? Absolutely not. Thought the to look to the future? No? No. I mean, when I was, I was, I was raised, like, really conservative, Christian, like, I just thought I'd be married and having kids by now, just like mm. everybody else that I grew up with. The American dream. That's yeah. what you were sold as well. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. But also, like, my, my initial, like, artistic passion was music. Like, I was a singer-songwriter for years, and then I just kind of lost the drive for it and yeah. was kind of listless for a little while and then I was always cracking jokes at work and somebody's like you should try comedy and I was like is that a is that an availability yeah, like right, I, right. I knew, you know that was a career yeah. yeah and then I knew Mary Devin Dupuis from yeah. like from years before and then somebody was like yeah you know Mary Devin's doing comedy now I'm like oh shit ran into her one day I'm like hey are you doing comedy now like if I wanted to try that out where should I go she was like oh go to Carrollton Station um, and yeah that was my first time Oh shit! Yeah, and it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> not 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 just I suck. I did suck. That's yeah. not the point. But like, I was the first one there, first name on the list, uh, and I sat through the whole lineup of like forty comics. Yeah, and then they're like, "Hey, do you have any questions?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't hear my name." Uh, and they're like, "What's your name?" I'm like, it's Garrett Cousineau. I was like, first one on the list there. And they're like, 
Oh, the way you drew your G, we thought you crossed you out. So I guess you're last. Ah, <laughs> uh, I do think I remember you yeah. around. So it was like 1 a.m. Uh, my friend was there to support me, and she got plastered drunk. <laughs> I had to like prop her against the ice machine. And be like, yeah. don't go anywhere. I gotta go up there now. And, and then yeah. I did, you know, two and a half minutes of probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my Coming life. Coming down to Carrollton <laughs> Station is like, welcome to comedy high school. <laughs> Like, and the uh, hosts are the bullies. Yeah. Here's your fucking books. You can cover them if you want. Sit back and enjoy. Yeah. Man. Um, that was a... Uh, I'm surprised I continued doing it after that because it yeah. was pretty harrowing. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That'll get you... If you, if you can go ahead and pass that gauntlet, that'll, that'll really get you going. <laughs> you'll have your hazing as you really start, but I always tell people that, that New Orleans is like one of the best places to start comedy. Like, if you want to really get your chops up and really be confident about what you're doing, then people should probably come to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the crowd, the scene career. here is generally really supportive and friendly, and people build each other up and yeah. help, help out. Um, yeah. There's no worries about a uh, comedy club or, like, higher competition. Because mm-hmm. everybody's kind of, like, on the same level in playing it. And people just... You know, they they uplift as soon you know if they they hear jokes they they'll punch it up for you instead of being like oh shit shit on you and take you down exactly so it, it's like, always it's a different vibe compared to the other places that I've been I've been I've been a good amount of places but you know still what I've been through still it hasn't compared to like growing up doing comedy here yeah yeah. I mean, some of my best tags came from friends suggesting something like hey try yeah. this out or try this out and yeah yeah. It was, uh, it's been nice. I'm like, cause I'm, I'm not a competitive person like at all. Right. Like, which is great. Cause our really, only, our only competition as comedians in New Orleans is sports. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, we got a Thursday night, Mike. Ah, fuck. It's football season. It's football season. <laughs> That's the only thing you come to with. Yeah. If you can, and now you're just like, can I be funnier than the football? <laughs> right. If you can go ahead and entertain the football watchers, you, you got you a crowd yeah, going. Right? Oh, them, them motherfuckers going to come out to see you. That's always a good yeah. thing. That's always the thing yeah. I try to tell it's people about It's also misleading. I don't know if you noticed that because, like, I always forget about football because I don't yeah. pay attention to it. But, like, I'll show up at a show and be like, oh, shit, there's a lot of people here. This is going to be yeah. great. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, fuck, it's a game. It's a goddamn <laughs> game. That's that's what I always try to tell people about New Orleans. Yeah, we, we, we don't have no comedy clubs, so that, 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 that doesn't make it soft out here because we still got to deal with... You know, the fucking, the regular drunk people and the, just the, the regular people that come to a bar. Yeah, they're like, you know, hey, we, for me, it's just Thursday. What the fuck are you weird, yeah, weirdos we, doing here? We're not here for a fucking comedy <laughs> night. We're just here to fucking drink a beer and yeah. watch the fucking game. That's it. Yeah. You can win them over. It's like, oh, you got some friends. So they're oh, definitely yeah. going to. They're definitely going to come back. They come back because that's their regular spot, but they're also going to come back and yeah. tell some friends, hey, look at the fuck's going on here. Yeah, it's like we can catch the game, we can watch the comedy. Like, yeah. 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 It's, it's, a, it's, such a, it's such a different environment down here. And every, I think other people really need to partake in it. They really need to, like, test it out, if it comes, especially when it comes to, comes to being a comedian. You know? Yeah, it's, for sure. And I like most of the out-of-towners I've ever, like, interacted with after, they'll just come to an open mic and be like, man, like, I book clubs around the country, and I just did this open mic, and it was, like, yeah. so much fun. People were yeah. so nice. Like, it was great. Yep. Like, I think it's just really kind of, it's it's making its way to be a comedy city. Like, 
it's getting more known that there is comedy in the city. Like, yeah. I think it was somebody told me once that it was like the reason New Orleans didn't have comedy for a while was Richard Pryor did a performance here, and everyone in the audience was so drunk. He didn't even get to his material because there was just so many hecklers. He was just trying to get them to pay attention the whole time. And after that, he just told all of his famous friends, like, don't go to New Orleans. Like, you can't, oh, shit. You can't get the I've people to pay attention. Like, oh. Yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but like, that's what somebody told me. I'm like, that kind of makes sense. This is New Orleans. We're, yeah. we're a drinking town before anything else. Right. <laughs> And if you come here for music and art, yeah, you'll definitely find that. But when it comes yeah. to goddamn Hey, you know what makes music and art a lot more fun to uh, consume? Alcohol. Ah, definitely. <laughs> and you can take these in the street. You don't have yeah. to fucking stay under the awning to drink this. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fucking fun times. Every time I tell somebody that I'm from New Orleans, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> I was never at a bachelorette party. I always wanted to go there. <laughs> But I've never been there. It's like, I, cool. Yeah, I don't know what else to tell somebody. That. Yeah, like, uh, don't excited skip about bourbon. That. I don't know. It's like, yeah, you know, you can die there as well. Huh? I don't, you know, I don't know what else to think about that. Yeah. I've been here for 13 years. Just as an aside, I've been here for 13 years. I've been on Bourbon Street hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody drinking bourbon. Uh, oh, no. No. I don't think bourbon comes in neon green. Nah. <laughs> and your feet will leave neon green if you walk out of Bethlehem. You got to be careful. Bourbon is disgusting. <laughs> bourbon is disgusting. And me being here for, for that long, I'm like, nah, that bourbon is not the place for me. It's nice to go down once or twice when you're young, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's cool, but if, when if you, you get like, older, Especially when you could sneak in places. Like, yeah. I get that. That's the thrill of being on bourbon. It's like, yeah, let's like see like where they I don't get in. care. Like, right. They just want your money, and they want you to get the fuck out. Like nowadays, that's it. You can get a, you can get an establishment in a whole lot of trouble nowadays. Yeah. Back then, it was it was it was, was kind of okay, but now motherfuckers are getting in a whole lot of trouble. Like, oh, you underage? Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, I I felt bad because I used to go into bars underage because yeah. I've always had a beard. I always looked older, and it yeah. was just never a problem. Like nobody checked shit. And then when I became a bartender, and I had to turn people away i almost uh, i felt like a narc it was just like uh man there was one point this was actually really funny i was working a, the, the kingpin uh it was like during the day so it was like three something in the afternoon i'm staying out so like i got no customers or yeah. there was the customers were like taken care of so i was outside smoking a cigarette and this young dude is walking past kind of like gives a little look goes to step through the door i'm like hey man could i see your id he's like yeah yeah sure he just Gets to just reaching for his wallet and then goes like, "Damn, nah, nineteen And then just kept walking. <laughs> 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 he started out with such confidence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about it. And he was like, Dah. I was like, hey, respect, respect. Uh, I'll see you in a I couple years. Trying. I'll see you in a couple I, years. I, I see like, you trying to, sir. It was like, ah, oh, the yeah, thrill. The yeah, thrill yeah, to yeah. see if you can get through. Yeah, exactly. Just to get that and one the confidence. Got to appreciate the confidence of just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. You know what? This guy doesn't know math. I'm going <laughs> to. I was always much older when it came time for me doing drugs and alcohol. So I, I never had a problem with like, oh, not being able to get somewhere. And then when I was young. I got snuck into the gay club, so oh, nice. uh, all the gay people they love to give you drinks regardless of whatever age you are. <laughs> it's like whatever gives me, whatever makes them give up that button, just give it to them. We gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. I was a, I didn't really start like drinking or partying much until I was eighteen. Yeah. Like, as again, like I was raised really Christian and yeah, 
my parents don't drink except for like wine on holidays or ah. you know church five times I'm a week okay i guess drinking. my parents drink when <laughs> 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 I mean, you go to church five days a week and they give wine out for free yeah, yeah it's kind of you, kinda, oh, you might yeah. have a problem yeah, my, my parents just started drinking it, man. oh boy that's the thing it's like oh why haven't they act like it's like oh why haven't we been done this? <laughs> it's like damn all yeah. right do indulge and enjoy yeah well yeah. it's actually my mom uh recently started quote unquote drinking she went to a party with some of her friends. My mom's in her late sixties now. Oh, and she went to a party with some of her friends, and they had Smirnoff ice there. Oh. And she thought it was delightful. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad bought her a case, but she's such a lightweight; she'll drink like half a one, yeah. and then recap it and put it back in the fridge. It's kind of adorable. Ah, that's silly. That's enough. Yeah. If you're not ready. You it, like, it's like five percent yeah. alcohol, and it'll, if you like don't yeah. drink at all, she gets like drinks half. It gets a little, feel a little gets dizzy. a little like flushed in the face uh-huh. and tipsy. Although now uh, she's also kind of a weird hippie. Without ever having smoked weed, she's a hippie. Ah. But when it comes to like homeopathic medicine and stuff, which some of it's totally legit. Like yeah, yeah if you got a bruise, use some arnica. You know what? It, but she had a massive heart attack a couple oh, months shit. ago, and. Thankfully, she's taking her medication, but on top of that, she's also taking what she calls elderflower vodka tinctures. Ah. And she's like, they okay. make me feel so much better. I'm like, yeah, because you're doing shots. Yeah, you de- you're definitely the, taking shots. The vodka's doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking shots. The chick that sleeps in my bed, she takes tinctures as well, but she's also <laughs> taking uh, herbs that she's soaked in Everclear. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Shots. ah. And, and I'm like, how do you feel? She's like, I don't know. But I'm like, you smell like an alcoholic. So... Whatever yeah. you think you're not doing, I tell you what you are doing. You drink. Yeah, it was like I'm, I'm looking at my mom, like, yeah, I can infuse vodka too. Yeah, I could do it with Skittles <laughs> if I wanted to. You know what? I wouldn't call it medicine. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, let's let's split the difference. You take your medicine and the real medicine, and uh, you can believe whichever one works as yeah. long as you stay alive. Yeah. That'd be good. Ah. Just stay alive. <laughs> She doesn't call it medicine. Yeah. She, yeah. She, just, she calls it tinctures and, yeah. and certain things to where you, you don't. She tries to beat around the bush. She's like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. I know what you're doing. Coded language. It's yeah. It's fun. We get it. Yeah. That's why. Like, there's that's why there's so many different names for weed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like Mr. Green's coming by later. You, know, you want to hang out? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. My guy. Yeah. You you're smoking. You're getting high. It's like my this. Code, I, I was in, my guy, I, I gotta go visit my guy. He's got uh, he's got a package for me. Keep it real abrupt, real abruptly sweet. Yeah, yeah. And my dad's no help with that either, though, because like he's a really sweet guy. He just loves her to death and yeah. trusts her. Uh, so he just like, I'm like, well, she says she feels fine. I'm like, <laughs> he also puts ice cubes in his milk, so I don't know how far I can uh, trust him anyway. Like, yeah, that's yeah. gross, isn't it? There's something gross about that. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, milk like, warm. Why is he putting ice cubes uh, in his milk? Uh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. It's regular milk. You got the red cap. Oh no, no, no! My parents get raw milk, oh. like straight from the cow. Oh, again, my mom's kind of a hippie. Unpasteurized milk, like unpasteurized, Whoa. unhomogenized. Yeah, it's kind of okay. yellowish, which yeah. is weird and gross. Uh, but yeah, my dad was like, he's not supposed to, because he also had a heart attack uh-huh. within the last couple of years. Uh, but you know, that's his breakfast. It's just like a glass of 
thick milk oh my God. <laughs> with ice in it. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. With ice in it. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, so where are you originally from? I'm from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Ah. Which, yeah, it's right next to Hogwarts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I swear it's a real place. Uh, Ypsilanti, Y-P-S-I-L-A-N-T-I. Ah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, starts with why. It's like a Greek general from some civil war they had. I oh, don't know why they named he it. Win? I have no idea. Huh. Um, I have no idea why they named a small town in Michigan after him. Uh, it's right next to Ann Arbor, which most people know because yeah. oh, okay. of football. Because of football. Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, the University of Michigan's right there. But, yeah, so Ypsilanti is where the, the, the poor people lived. Ah. And we actually, like, didn't even grow up in the city proper. Grew up in the country outside, but. So what brings you out in the world? Me, my dad, a couple of my brothers, and some other friends came down uh, in the aftermath of Katrina. Oh, to okay. help with cleanup. They like, found a church that we volunteered at and uh-huh. helped their parishioners with uh, cleanup and demo. You, you and just have like a church goal. Yeah, but that's, uh. that's what it used to be. Um, <laughs> which, no, and then, but that kind of work that churches do is really great. Yeah. No, it's not like the pedophilia, not so great, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> but so that, that's how we came down here originally. And, uh, my older brother had been struggling to find a job up there and it was right in the aftermath of Katrina. He worked construction, and so oh, yeah. he just, he, there was plenty of work down oh, here. My. So he moved here. Yeah. Um, two years later, uh, my other brother, Neil, moved down here for the same reason. There's a lot yeah. of work. Um, and then I came to visit them on like a spring break. I was in college for a minute. Um, I like to say I got out of college without any debt, but I also got out of college without any degrees. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I moved for two years. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I came down here. I literally, do? I came down here to take a year off from college 13 years ago. <laughs> oh, it just never left. Just, I still haven't figured out what I want to go back walls. to college for. <laughs> yeah. Makes no sense. But yeah, so that's kind of how it happened. Like I just came to visit my brothers and I was like, I really loved it. It was, it's a beautiful city. And like, I just, I liked the vibe and they were like, Hey, we can get you a job if you want to come down here for a little bit. Oh. I changed my major four times in the two years I was at college and just yeah. like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And even at that point, my dad was like, that's a good idea. Go somewhere else, figure it out. And then, you know, come Go back and back. finish. Yeah. Still haven't gone back. Still haven't gone back. That's, <laughs> yeah. That is the longest place. Yeah. That's awesome. So you, you, you've actually, you've actually enjoyed your time down, yeah. down in the city. I got got is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy sucks people in. That's the voodoo, man. Yeah. But yeah. Like, 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 we've met so many other people that like come here for a visit. And then they just stay. Yeah. But it takes a certain type of person who can stay. Mm-hmm. Like, remember uh, Xander Forrest? Yeah. Who was, was a friend of ours, fellow oh, comedian. He popped through so uh, fast. Yeah, because, like, he just couldn't handle it because the, the city does opera, offer opportunities to party every yeah. single night of the week. Every single night. You also have to be able to hold down a job and you pay your able, bills you and shit. Gotta like, be able to survive and sustain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like you have to be able to balance that. And he just he liked doing the partying way more than he liked the It'll get paying you. bills. It'll get you. And it's a cheap party city. It's a cheap yeah. party city compared to the other party cities oh, that absolutely. could be. Absolutely. Yeah, like Vegas. It's yeah. incredibly expensive. Yeah. I've did my stint in LA and I'm like, ah, alright, the scenery is beautiful, but Fuck all this. Yeah. Well, yeah, New Orleans is perfect for partying because you can walk everywhere. Yeah. Like, public transit is pretty cheap. It's not reliable, but it's cheap. It's within, like, distance. Yeah. But, like, 
<clears throat> I mean, even locals just tend to, tend to stay in their neighborhoods when it comes to party. Yeah. Like, hey, I got a ball, like four bars within six blocks of me. Like, right. I can go to any of those, have a great time, and then walk my drunk ass home. Right. <laughs> I don't need to get in no car. I ain't got to endanger nobody's life. Yeah. I but got even this. if you want to, like, ah, you know, I'm feeling wild hair up my ass. I want to go downtown. You can get the streetcar back home. Dollar twenty-five. Like, <laughs> not much. Yeah. Not much. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. That is a good city. You can't, you can't oh. go wrong with that. God damn it. Oh, lovely. Hey, we're trying to record here. Could you stop dying? Yeah. Trying to rush to their dead people. Slow down. They dead. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's icky. I want to get them out. You <laughs> need to move them. <laughs> they don't want to be there no more. <laughs> yeah, it makes it, it makes it so interesting, though. Just... Just the city itself. It makes makes everything so much so much better when you do it. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed that being just living down here, I don't get this everywhere else. Like where I'm at now, I'm not I'm not fucking doing I'm not performing as much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still getting up and performing, but it doesn't feel the same like it would down here. Because every day down here, you're seeing somebody. Like every day, it's something to do. You know, even when it did, like, slack up and things did go, you know, get kind of slow, like, it was, it was still something. But out there, everything's so far apart, it's not like, yeah. you know, you, you're seeing the same people every day. Yeah, so it's, it, it, it doesn't feel the same. And I, I want it to be like that again, but I know I'm not going to get it like that. So that's why I come down here often. Yeah, and you're not too far away. So. Right. But, yeah, I don't know, like... It, it, growing up in the country and also just like I was homeschooled I didn't go to oh shit okay yeah so I was, I was homeschooled till I was 16 and then I did community college for two years and then university for two years you went to community college at the age of 16 mm-hmm. oh yeah. shit yeah yeah and then I transferred those credits to university so I actually went into university as a sophomore instead of a freshman yeah but I just never thought of myself as a city person yeah until I came here because this is like a they call it like the biggest small town in the world is New Orleans. Like it's mm-hmm. it is a big city, but it's also very like neighbor centric and like human sized. It's a human sized city. Like Yeah. And like in other metropolises I've been to, like being not far from Detroit, go there to see music when I was a kid and shit like that. It's just like it feels too big and, and intimidating. Yeah. But down here it's like you can talk to a stranger. You can say hi to somebody on the corner. Like, it just it felt more. And know that you warm. might see them the next day. Exactly. Yeah. And so you got to watch your ass. Don't ruin your reputation in New Orleans because right. it's going to spread quick. It's going to spread quick. <laughs> like, it, this place ain't big. It's big, but it's not that big. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. Yeah. That's why dating down here is so hard. <laughs> you tell yeah. one girl you're like peeing on her feet, and then and, and now yeah, everybody now, knows. Now everybody knows you the guy that pees on people's feet. <laughs> yes, yeah. they start printing you like customized Saints jersey, say pee feet on the back. But you got you got this. See, but this is also New Orleans. There's a lot of people that pee on feet. It was like, oh, all that nigga do oh, is just pee on feet. The, ah, there's a whole bar for you. I don't want another one of these niggas. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Trying to get my hair shampooed, and this nigga just pees on feet. No. Yeah. Yeah. What can I pee on first? Yeah. Shampoo it? Like, <laughs> doesn't have to be feet. Come on. I'm just like, I'm a fan of the sport in general. Uh, golden showers. Yeah, Some a, people like the statistics. I'm just in it for the sport. I know? just do it for the love of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I saw a, a Tinder profile recently 
like every single one of the girls pictures she was like on a lake or on a jet ski or something and said she left water sports and i'm like <laughs> do i have to be the one to tell her that that means something different hey not all girls know <laughs> i know from experience uh, the chicks that see from my bed she had no idea what it was <laughs> She was like, yeah, water sports? Oh, you mean like water polo? I was like, no. No, 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 no. not that at all. <laughs> not uh, that at all. <laughs> God. Oh, okay, so I've, I've been, I dated a girl for about a year, but I'm single again now. And just speaking of Tinder, I have discovered the female equivalent of the fish pick. The fish pick? Right. So a lot of girls will complain about the fish pick, which is a guy who just like every single one of his pictures, he's holding up some fish he killed. Oh. And they don't like that. So I've discovered the female equivalent of that. So when I'm swiping through, this is the female equivalent. It's the pictures where girls are posing in front of a wall that has wings painted on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's the female fish pick is the wing pick. The wing pick. Yeah. Which is like, uh, I, get, I get the girl's perspective on it, which is like, I don't like guys who kill stuff. I'm like, well, cool. I don't like girls who think they're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> you think you can fly away, yeah. bitch? Angel? You're an angel? Yeah, sure. I don't think so. Sure. Those wings aren't even fucking strong enough to lift you to hoist your big ass body. I don't believe it. Yeah. That's, I, I've always I've always looked for the, uh, the, the corner ass on a counter sink. <laughs> I, I've oh, yeah. always enjoyed that. One, it's like, where did that go and when did that stop? You know, yeah. we still we still putting little tuna booties on the sinks. Yeah. Also, how like, poor are you? Don't have any other mirrors in your house other yeah. than one in your bathroom. Where the Windex at? How come you ain't wipe this mirror down before you decide to put your corner of your ass on the yeah. sink? Mm. Nice sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. No. This is a no draws moment. I love it. <laughs> I love what's happening. Well, this has been nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I got this moment, this moment in time to talk with you because uh, um, New Orleans is something else. Like I, I, since I since I drove down here, like every time I get to the city, I'm like, yay, I'm back just to see what things are like. But I can only take so much at a time because you know from being here, it's like the the, the energy is so high. Yeah. Like so, I, I definitely as I'm feeling as I'm leaving, I definitely feel like the remnants of of everything I've been through as I've been down here. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I get how people can get caught mm-hmm. in the city. Like this, it, it's hard to shake off. It, but like once I leave out, it's 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 like it's easier to breathe. It's like, oh, okay, wow, yeah. that is. I live that every day. Like, yeah, it's so crazy because. Until I left, I never noticed how hazy things could have got. Were always uh, how hazy things were always because I was in it, mm-hmm. you know. But as soon as I leave, I'm like, oh, nigga, I used to be drunk damn near every day. <laughs> like I was always some type of intoxicated or inebriated every day of the week. Yeah, you know. And then I wake up all early just to go to work and do the same thing all over again. And now. Since I've been somewhere else to where I've gotten a chance to take a break from doing that, I'm like, oh, man, that's not that's not a way to leave. <laughs> it's like, this is hurting my body and yeah. my brain. Like, it's, what am I doing? That's a good way to die. Yeah. <laughs> die real quickly. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, it's a different perspective because you grew up here. Yeah. Like, I chose to make this my home, so mm. it's a little different. So I can't even imagine because, like, when I do go back to visit my family in Michigan, like, 
I feel that same kind of weight and haze of like, oh man, this again. Yeah. But this is where I chose to make my home, so it's a little different. Yeah. But I still feel myself falling into that same rut. I'm like, I'm just same shit every day. I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm going to a bar tonight. <laughs> like, and yeah, it does feel a little constricting. Like, yeah. like just you feel a little trapped, stuck in a rut. Is a you know. Every time I come down here, I don't know what to do with people besides like, oh, I I know of a good bar that we can get like some real good food at. Yeah, like, I, I know, I know, I know. Another bar that's probably gonna have a good show going on right now. What do you want to do? You're like, let's do something that people don't normally do. Oh well, I, I know this bar where they got some really good comedy at. Like, I don't. That's it's a bar. bar. It's always yeah, a bar. It's, that's it. Yeah. That's, when, that's, when I was when I was growing up, so it was house mantra. parties. We're like, hey, we're going uh, over to Steve's place tonight, and yeah. like, yeah, he's got a party going or whatever. You don't really hear of house parties here. It's always no. like, hey, come by. We're going to drink a little bit of the house, and then we're going to go out. And then we're going to go to this bar. Yeah. And we're going to have fun and, and try to yeah. hopelessly pick up on chicks. Also, I, I just want to note that we've been talking for about 30, 35 minutes now. Yes. And uh, you just brought up food, which I think is the longest conversation that has ever happened in New Orleans that hasn't involved food. Yeah, no. No, no. I ate already. I had a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 Asiago chicken bacon ranch sandwich before I, I, I left, before I came here from Wendy's. Yeah, that's it, man. I made red beans. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Because that's the thing. Not everybody knows about red beans. Uh, yeah. it, was it Blue Runners? No, no, no. I I, I have a pressure cooker. Ah, so I didn't, I didn't yeah. have to soak the beans. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It turned out pretty good. I'll probably amend the recipe uh, next time, but it turned out pretty good. Yeah. Other people know about beans, refried beans, black beans, pinto beans, baked beans. But they don't know about them red beans, mm, though. Yeah. They don't know about them red beans. And it, it, I, I think, like to think next time I'm going to add a ham hock to it, too, Ooh. and just slow cook it. Oh, there you go. Mm, and that ham, that go. just had. Yeah, that, that lard flavor. But, yeah. That's what you need. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like, I think there's a reason Louisiana is one of the fattest states in the Union. Yeah. Because, like, we're apparently a Catholic state, but we consider onion, bell pepper, and celery to be a more important holy trinity. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. yeah. We're, I, we're fat Catholics, definitely. And it's so Who's crazy. Who's this Godfather, Son, and Holy no, Spirit? We yeah, no, we no, 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 no. Just fish. That's no. some Sunday shit. We right? fish on Fridays during Lent. That's it. Any other time. No, we have crawfish boils, bon which, is, which is more decadent than if you had a steak. Huh. Trying to eat some mud bugs. Yeah. We're the savory, only Catholics in the country who look forward to Lent because, like, oh, it's crawfish season. Crawfish season. That's what it is. That, yeah. that I, I, I don't have to eat a season. part of a cow. I'm going to eat all of a hundred of these. Yeah, a hundred of these little bugs. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Get the fucking, get the sugar foot because I ate so much. <laughs> so much salt in this shit. My ankles swell up. Ah, sugar I love foot. it. Yeah. <laughs> And that's that's culture for you, man. This, the culture down here is so thick that any, like you go anywhere else, there's, that there's nothing joke? like that. Uh, I, yes, the culture's thick. Way. Yeah, <laughs> with two thick C's, with three two C's. C's, three C's. That's how thick it is down here. You ain't, have, you ain't had gumbo until you seen somebody make the roux in front of your face. Yeah, I didn't know what a roux was till I moved here. <laughs> Think that's uh. Also, people say, need to stop naming rooster? their dogs Rue. Uh, There's a moratorium on that. I've met too many fucking pit bulls named Rue. Oh, really? R-O-U-X, yeah. That doesn't sound like an aggressive pit bull. It sounds like a rescue pit bull. <laughs> oh, 
Oh yeah, well they're all rescued. Rescue so you, have to, um, you know, I'm actually not sure if I rescued her if she rescued me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, these uh, fucking dogs out here. Yeah, man. It, it, but it's been... also, no more Damon, your dog Jameson either. But get it, you're an alcoholic. Ah, we just, we're done. Stop calling. I haven't met any Jamesons, but I can imagine some type of hounds or Ridgebacks <laughs> would be would be named Jameson. Yeah, because that's what you end up looking like after you drink yeah. so much of Jameson. Like just everything's sagging. And you just finished a fox hunt. And, uh, yeah. Now you have this fucking lazy ass dog named Jameson that won't fetch for shit. <laughs> oh, I met a an English bulldog the other day whose name was yeah. Mushu Pork. Oh, I seen the bulldogs that you oh, put yeah, up on Instagram. Oh my god, it's so cute. Rest in peace to my Instagram. Yeah. And he was like six. Hacked. And he was like six years old. And the the, the, oh. the woman who owned him was like, yeah, we thought he'd grow into his wrinkles, but they just got worse. Nah, they just got bigger and fatter. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, why? Well, got a leash on this pile of laundry. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was just a slob of slop and just like, all oh, right. Yeah. You know, and then just like dick in the brick, just yeah. turkey legging. Just, uh. <laughs> Man. But the things that you'll see down here, just being down here. Oh yeah. Uh, that's that, that's something that you'll miss. I've always said I've always talked about Hollywood magic and, and things that are happened spontaneously in Hollywood with like famous people. It's like you don't even know about it, but that's that's the equivalent of, of this goddamn New Orleans voodoo that you're running to down here. Cause, oh boy, it, it's always a good time, and you never know what the fuck's gonna happen or who you gonna run into. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean I've had dozen, at least a dozen like celebrity run-ins. Mm. While I was down here, uh, when they were shooting Twenty One Jump Street, I was working over a balcony bar, and yeah. uh, Jonah Hill used to come in all the oh, time. Motherfucking Jonah Hill! Yeah, he used to come in all the time while like while they were shooting that, and like everybody was cool, didn't like bother him or anything. And there was, was one point, Jonah Hill. yeah, he just lost that weight. It was for that movie, but I think he was intimidated by co-starring with Channing Tatum. He's like, I can't. Come on, yeah. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get in some type of shape. Yeah, but there was like a Tuesday he came in. It was like real dead in the bar, but him and some yeah. other person that I recognized couldn't tell you who it was. But like they just had a couple drinks and they left. The next day, I went down to Molly's on Decatur to meet up some friends for a birthday party. I was the first one there, so I'm just sitting there at the bar, and Jonah Hill walks in and he stands uh, right behind me. He's like checking the TV for the basketball game or whatever, yeah. and I see him in the mirror, so I turn around. And I'm like. Hey, you were at Balcony last night, weren't you? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I thought I recognized you from somewhere. And then just turned back around. <laughs> <laughs> and like in the mirror, I seem to like the double take, like this motherfucker doesn't know who I am. Yeah. I really wish I'd tapped him on the shoulder and been like, hey, did anybody ever tell you you look like that fat kid from Superbad? <laughs> <laughs> you would have probably took offense to I know. I didn't feel like getting my ass kicked by uh, Jonah Hill. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, didn't you get period on your pants? <laughs> you was that guy, huh? Yeah. In that movie? I remember. You was a little chubby there with a little fucking juper. I think it was that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why like celebrities like visiting here is like, I, I more people would be like have their like if we ran into Wynton Marsalis or some shit, people like holy shit you're Wynton Marsalis, but down here it's like oh yeah, it's Jonah Hill. Yeah, look, <laughs> fucking Jonah Hill came to the wall. Oh, bitch, you getting drunk? Yeah, yeah oh, like, we see you. Yeah, yeah. He's like I know what you came down here for. You came down here for debauchery and demon work. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends when I was working at Kingpin, uh, Woody Harrelson 
came in. Whoa. And he starred in the movie Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Working at Kingpin. Yeah. And... Uh, but yeah, one of my friends had him like making out with him on the hood of my coworker's car that oh, night. <laughs> okay, all right, Woody. Uh, yeah. Hey man, what could, could get us? Hey, it's a small person. It's always strange to see. I think it's people. a child. You think it's a child? He just came out from where the bar was. He's a child wearing adult clothes. His all clothes kids wear big. adult clothes now. No, not all of them. Nah, but see, well, you all do. kids ain't that tall no more. Like, all kids are a lot taller than that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, do, I wear child's clothes because it fits the best. It fits, it fits True story. nice on the shoulders. Yeah. True I story. I, I, I can still wear a child's large, so. Oh. Uh, I look like Captain America in my child shirts. <laughs> well, yeah, because they have the Captain America shield on them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, when we evacuated for uh, Ida, I didn't have my swimsuit with me, so we stopped. Oh, no. Buc- we stopped at Bucky's on the way to Panama City Beach, mm. and uh, I was like, "Well, I'm here. Might as well get a swimsuit." They, the only men's sizes they had were large and extra large, which I'm swimming in. No, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, so I was just like, I'm gonna, "I'm gonna get child's large Bucky's swimsuit." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like if Walmart fucked a gas station. Ah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So, man, you can find anything you want in Buckies. You looking for yeah, toys man. or trinkets? Yeah, man. Come to a Buckies if you ain't never been. They got that wall of jerky. Yeah, oh. Just the food. They, they got so many different <laughs> types of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't think you ever needed the type, these types of barbecue yeah. sauce, but they have all types. And it does well in there, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's like somebody walked into a Cracker Barrel and was like, I like it, but can we make it bigger and sell gas? Can we sell <laughs> gas here as well? I like what you're doing. Let's I put just, a gas station yeah. outside. <laughs> Not a little yeah. one, a big one. Yeah. Like, We're let's make this place pumps. a gas station, but also keep it a Walmart. <laughs> you know, let's, yeah. let's do that. That's... Fucking Bucky's for you. Uh, yeah. That was fun. It was my first time. Bucky's is something. It, it is amazing when you get there and it's like your first time. But when, when you stay there in the area, it's like, ah, you've been to a Bucky's. Yeah. You knew here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and honestly, insofar as it is kind of a, a, a kitschy thing, yeah. like they pay their employees incredibly well. Like, oh, there's like. Enough. They have paid time off. Like their corporate structure is really, really great. So, wow. huh. it's like a Chick Fil A that works on Sunday. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, like but like, yeah, they were like, "Hey, we're hiring for all these positions, and this is like the starting pay is like seventeen an hour, Ooh. and and like you like with a raise every year, you get like two weeks paid time off. Like they got some really great corporate oh, benefits. It was like, come on. hey, come on, Bucky's, that's fucking." That's killer. Benefits is always good. That's what yeah. I'm striving to work for. <laughs> benefits. Can't wait till I get a fucking label on my hard hat that says, oh, nigga, this nigga gets benefits now. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, you just got a sticker that says dental on I'm it. I'm working hard. <laughs> no, yeah. I got, I got three months probation, and then after that, motherfuckers like, hey, Kyle, come on over to this side. 401k? <laughs> <laughs> fucking medical. <laughs> I, I just had a 400k in my last place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, the jobs I work now, they're generally like, I was like, hey, do you have benefits? They're like, yeah, we pay you. <laughs> ah, there you go. That's the oh, and then we're going to 1099 you at the end of the year. So. Right. We're going to take a little money, but you hope you better get something back. 
Yeah. I should just introduce myself that way. Like, hi, I'm Garrett. I'm an independent contractor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Does so anybody, under the table? Does anybody right. here know how to pay taxes? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we just going to pay you straight cash and you deal with all Which, the bullshit. The job I'm on right now, getting paid in cash. Yep. It's kind of nice, but also kind of a pain in the ass. Yes. Because I can't take a picture of my money to deposit it in the bank. Nah. I got to go to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> straight up. I can't just send a picture to Capital One and be like, hey. Take all these hundreds. Look at all I got. You want to extend me a line of credit so I can buy more bullshit off Amazon? Not at all. (laughs) Be safe on your way to the bank. (laughs) Putting these greenbacks inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's fun walking around with (laughs) $1,000 in cash. (laughs) In in the water. On top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I always go during the day. (laughs) Get there as safe as you can. All right, bye. (laughs) Yeah, man. I got mugged one time. Like, it's just. Uh, I don't want to do it again. No. One time. Held one a time gun gunpoint, like the whole thing. Luckily, I had been working that night. I was bartending at the time. And no, I'd be leaving work with like three, four hundred bucks in my pocket. Mm. And I'd come here to this bar and then stumble home drunk at six o'clock in the morning. Oh, there you go. Good time to get mugged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great yeah, time. Well, time. Well, for for the muggers, it's a yeah, great time. Definitely. Uh, f- but th- th- this just happened to be night. I wasn't working. I'd gone out with a certain amount of money, so I only had like twenty-seven bucks left on me ah. when they mugged me. So they took my twenty-seven bucks, my cell phone, and my joke book. Ah, like they reached in my bag. It was like a leather-bound little notebook. That's the most so maybe expensive thought, thing right there. That joke. Yeah, exactly, more valuable to me hurt. than any of the other bullshit. That makes you hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And then they punched me in the face twice. Ah. Which, it was. In, in the process, as they're taking the money in my wallet, I just said, hey, can I please just have my ID back? Right? Yeah. And I just get my driver's license back. Uh, and they punched me in the face the first time. And they threw my wallet back at me, punched me in the face again, and then they drove off. And I kind of appreciated that because getting punched in the face twice is still better than going to the DMV. <laughs> oh, so the gate, oh, so you, want, you got yeah, your ID they back. they got my ID back. Ah, <laughs> like, nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yes, and the fee was two punches in the face. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your joke book, though. Yeah, that's right. I just started, these. though, so I, did, I, did, oh, I don't think I lost much. To appreciate those. Also, this was like six years ago. The jokes were probably trash anyway. Yeah, definitely trash jokes. They don't yeah. think they're going to get somewhere with that. Yeah. Like, oh, we need to punch this guy one more time. Yeah, although maybe Maybe they started reading it and were like, there's some good stuff. This I should, I should go to open mic with this. And I'd see him and be like, motherfucker. Nah, we need to punch him one more time and tell him thank you. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they thought it was like a fucked up diary. <laughs> <laughs> this, this person seems unhinged. Uh, I would still want my joke. He just wrote back. the word fuck nine times in a row. Like, what? <laughs> what is happening in this book? Is it bookies or is it people that we should go ahead and rob? No. He's telling jokes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but, all right, cool. We have gotten to the point where I get to ask you some questions. All right. And it's uh, it's basically, I ask you some questions and you got some options to choose from. Ooh, multiple choice. I yes. like multiple choice. So, Where's the Scantron? That. Make sure you got your number two pencil. <laughs> nice and sharp. All right, so... Your your questions are you get to be one, raise one, sell one, fuck one. Be one, raise yes. one, sell, sell one, one, fuck one. Right. Okay. Which one and your options are mermaid, mogwai, manatee, manatee, and Mexican. 
So I have to pick one option for each. Yeah, you gotta be one of them, you gotta raise one of them, you gotta sell one of them, you gotta fuck one of them. Sell one. Mermaid, Mogwai. I'm selling the mermaid for sure. Okay. That's valuable. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna fuck the manatee. They seem like gentle lovers. (laughs) Um... I'm gonna be the Mogwai because I'm already kind of one already. Uh, my ex-girlfriend called me half squatch, so you know, basically Mogwai. <laughs> uh, what was the last option? And Mexican. Mexican. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. So you gonna raise a Mexican? Yeah, dude. I'm gonna raise a Mexican. Yeah, why not? I dated one in high school. Yeah, doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> so we gonna be a Mogwai fucking a manatee raising a Mexican. Yeah, why not? That's awesome. We I'll have a lot of wet. money from selling that mermaid. P.T. <laughs> <laughs> Barnum's so still around, right? Mogwai. <laughs> uh, what'd you do? Bitch, I fuck Mexicans. Uh, no, I fuck, I fuck, I fuck manatees. What'd you do? That's my extent. They're just thick I, dolphins. Come my on. money is spent. <laughs> that is something. That's the big prize. You ain't never had pussy until you had manatee pussy. Yeah. Meaty. <laughs> it's like eating an endangered species at a certain restaurant. You no, I'm trying to propagate the species. They are already endangered. <laughs> Let's make some manatees. Yeah. Oh, there it is. The pun. Some humanities. 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 We'll fucking leave it at that. God damn it. That was fucking good. <laughs> well, all right, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Hey, man. Let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Extra Medium Comedian. Okay. That's the size shirt I wear, Extra ah, Medium. Extra Medium. Extra Medium, yeah. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram at Mighty Geck, M-I-G-H-T-Y-G-E-C. Um, I'm not hosting a show currently because uh-huh. uh, the bar is under renovations, but hopefully sometime soon. I'll actually be hosting... Uh, the open mic at Gasa Gasa on oh. Monday night. Oh, nice. I'll be guest uh, guest hosting that, so that should be really fun. Hell yeah! And uh, yeah, look me up on Facebook. Yeah, just my name, Garrett Cousino, G A R R E T T C O U S I N O. There it is. There it is. Like a fucking uh, weather announcer. <laughs> well, you know who this is, man. The maniacal man is Cousman. Say the whole thing like a pimp lane slick back. This has been tell me a joke. The guy I'm chasing the dream. And until next time, jokers. <laughs> oh, I got fun. All right. Thank you.